Well, another week has passed. Is anybody really surprised? It's kind of laughable at this point. So Dylan and Chris are going to talk about it. Armchair GM Podcast brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Let's get into it. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. I've actually found that the smallest changes to the routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be a part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low-latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last you all night at your next party, Raycon has got you covered. And yep, Raycon started at half the price of other premium audio brands, so you don't even have to choose between products. You can buy one of each, or a pair and a spare, and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your next purchase. They offer buy now and pay later options. Every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com THPN. Well, Dylan, three games in the East. I tell you, it couldn't have gone better. It went pretty much <laughs> as planned. I mean, you can't really. I mean, we've been saying the team is super mediocre for the vast majority of the year. And uh, I'll tell you, one, one and one is pretty fucking mediocre. It's pretty mediocre, especially con- considering the the teams that we went up against. <sighs> it's even more mediocre. It's, it's bad considering the teams we went up against, like, don't get me wrong. Buffalo is exciting and young and has a ton of talent, but they don't play very good defense and their goaltending is horrible. Detroit. I'd say the, the late stages of a rebuild, you know, Ottawa late stage. Oh, you know, Ottawa's got the uh, the old goaltender playing his like second or third game ever, first game of the season. You know, made three stops all season, beats Calgary. <laughs> it was, uh, I mean, yeah. After after the <laughs> Rangers game, it's it's so like, what do you say at this point, like? Like we, we we have a coach that refuses, like just outright refuses to start the goaltender that not saying he's necessarily playing better, but the team's ha- the team has wins. Right? Like how how do you not play the goaltender that went what what was it? Ten oh and three in the first thirteen, and they finally lost a regulation game. Yeah. And you know what? Like I don't think he's even playing particularly good. 
he's just That's... playing better than Markstrom. He's he's I don't even know what what is he a nine? Do I have it up here somewhere? Yeah, he's nine oh three. Like that's not particularly good. That's not great. I mean, it's a hell of a lot better than eight ninety one. Yeah, I think I could be off a little bit, but I I heard Steinberg earlier saying it was thirty sixth or something like that in the league uh, for goalies that have played fifteen games or more. That's Fladar. Wow. So late 30s somewhere i can't remember the exact number but i was like holy shit that's you know that's, he's that's, a backup on every team that's <laughs> that's not even okay to be honest like it's, no but for whatever reason we we feel more comfortable when he's in the net than when markstrom's in there it's the the timing of the saves and no he'll make the first few saves of the game and let the team settle in, I think, is the main thing. That's a huge thing, right? Like, starting off a period down within the first three shots, it's it's got to be killer on the team. Like, there that has to be deflating on the bench. Oh, deflating is the perfect word for it. You, mm-hmm. you just, like, you don't see it because they're good at hiding it a lot of the time. Yeah. But you can just tell they're, oh, again? Yeah. Like, again, fuck. yeah, yeah. And it's 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 not like it happens often. It literally happens every fucking game. Every yeah. game. Like how is that even possible? You know, for you know, for the longest time. It's hundred percent between shot. his ears. <clears throat> sure. But that doesn't matter. It's that, time to not worry about what's in between his ears and play the guy who gets us right. points, even if he's not that great. That's right. And like I'm all I'm all for making sure players you know, have a good surrounding, they're happy, they're, they're comfortable, you know, all that. I, I get that. But at some point, like this year he's getting paid $8 million. Yeah. Like, We're 54 like, games like, into the season. It's like, uh, You need to do better. You yeah. have to be better. Like, like you, And if you're, you're not, you're then... To be damned. Like, you have to be better. You absolutely have to be better. And if you're not, then you have to be okay with sitting the fuck down for a few games and letting... Um, letting the other guy play yeah and let's be honest the the goalie situation is like 90 percent of what everyone's talking about all the time which is totally fair um it's it's old but it's relevant that's right and and you know we talk about our our lack of scoring a lot like as far as fan base goes and how bad our defense is but when you look at the comparison between last year and this year at this time, our our scoring is pretty close to what it was last year. Yep. A, as a team, our our plus minus and our and our defensive and our our five on five goals against is really damn close to what it was last year. The only thing that has changed in 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 that entire equation is save percentage, and and goals against average. Yeah. So I mean, I mean. It, it's I'll, I'll, striking I'll, it's striking how it can be so similar to last year how yeah. so many stats can be so similar to last year and we can not be doing well you know well that's right i mean especially since nobody else in the pacific is doing particularly well that's right like we how how many 
um, how how many shutouts did we end the season with last year? I I think I think Markstrom had nine. Here, let me let me take a look. While you're having a look at that, when you think about how many we had last year <clears throat> and how good the goalie tandem was with the same two guys, compared to now, like we have not gone into a third period with a shutout. No. I don't think have we gone into a second period? Oh yeah, Vladar has. Vladar has, yeah. So Markstrom had nine last year. I was right on that. Yeah. And Vladar had two. Yeah. So, so we had eleven shutouts last year. Uh, that's all together. I don't know how many by this time, but I know Markstrom had most of his by this time. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. But I mean, like we have less than thirty games left, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, if we get 20, one, great. Yeah. You know, if we if we do end up getting one, great. I don't I don't even particularly care about that. I like shut out, no shut out, I don't give a fuck. Win. I don't okay. care. Show me two points, right? Show me two points. Improve your save percentage. I don't care about shutouts. If you let one in, that's fine. If you let two in, that's fine as long as we score three or more. Just like Stop okay. doing this shit like you did in fucking Ottawa, where you looked pretty fucking good as far as saves are concerned. I have a bone to pick, and we'll talk about that in a second. But as yeah. far as saves are concerned, looked really good until there was four minutes left in the game, and then like let three shots out of or three goals on four shots. Yeah, and lost in <clears throat> overtime because of it. And yeah. don't get me wrong. Except for the overtime goal, I think they were very nice shots and and good plays. But he's got to have one of them. He's just got to fucking have one. He he really does, right? I mean, I I understand. Yes, the defense in those situations they weren't. I, I sorry, I can't even just say defense. Like the entire team, we couldn't get the puck out of the zone. I get yeah. that. But at some point, when you're getting paid eight million dollars, you you just need to make the save. Well, he's getting right? paid six, but yeah. He's getting paid eight this year. Oh, yeah. Sorry. His his hit against his, the cap is six. His, his I, average yeah. is, is six, yes. Yeah. But he's getting paid $8 million this year. Yeah. Um, even if he's just make, even if he's making six, like. Even if you're making three. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 liter- it's literally it's your job. That's, so, that's your job. Yeah. That's it. Do it. And the bone to pick I have also. And it's not really like, haha, you know, I I told you or anything like that. It's just everyone was saying he played pretty good up till then. But I saw the confidence that wasn't there every yeah. time he played the puck. He stumbled on it two or three times. He yep. misplayed it a couple times. He got bailed out by the team a couple times. He wasn't sure what to do a couple times. Like, it, like. You can just tell he's not confident, and the way he, the way he left after that fucking overtime goal went in, he just like, he just glided that, away. That that, well, I mean he, that overtime goal was he horrendous. Like, yeah. come on, yeah, I don't I don't care who it is, like that like. It went through him. Like he didn't he it's almost like he didn't even make an effort to make the save. Like he had already cashed out of the game. Yeah. A, after 60 minutes. 
and yeah. yeah, and and because you know, likely because of how bad he was for the last four minutes of the third period, right? Yeah, you know, um, uh, Specter on on nine sixty this morning. I was listening to him, and 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 they they posed the question to him: What's more concerning, uh, Markstrom or or Huberto, right? And and Specter's answer was, um, not not Markstrom because you know you can always put in uh, Vladar and 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 go with that right uh, uh and then he said his what he finds to be more concerning is Huberto, which i think is just a a horrible a horrible take by him i wonder so, if he's the guy that wrote that article that's mm-hmm. been going around about how Huberto is about to break a record for um biggest downturn in points in the season or something like that because that's mm, i haven't seen I, that article but but in and his reasoning was, you know, you know, Calgary doesn't have another Huberdo. So if you don't have Huberdo producing, then you know, what are you gonna do? Well, when Huberdo's not producing, we're still scoring right now. That's right. And then I thought it was just it was a really weird take when I when I heard him say it, I went, hmm. I don't know, like, dude. I don't if know. You, if you look at the Buffalo game, Huberdo had two assists on seven goals. Like, right. I mean that's that's an outlier of a game for Calgary. Don't get me wrong, sure. But like the the New York game, how many points? I can't even remember how many points he had in that game. Um, see any? None. He had zero points in that game. We scored four goals, right? Five goals. And it, you know he had a he had an assist against Buffalo. Like yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want more from Huberto, and I know Huberto wants more from Huberto, and I know he can. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he I'm not can really worried get about fifteen points, but but he's you know he's he's producing. He's right? producing like most most nights. He's okay. got uh, thirty six points in fifty one games. That yeah. is underproducing a hundred percent. Yeah, but I would say if he had. You know, six or seven more points, people would be way less upset. Obviously, but well, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't. Yeah, I'm I, not upset with Huberdo as much as I am with Markstrom. Yeah, absolutely. If Huberdo Markstrom takes... didn't have to change systems or teams or fucking right. parts of the fucking world, and his defense, you know, is is one player. I guess two players different than what he had last year, but yeah. it's really only one. Yeah. Right. Um, if, if Huberto has this point production next year, when his new contract kicks in, I'll okay, be upset. Fine. I'll, 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 I'll voice my opinion about it at that point. Mm-hmm. But right now I he's making, highly doubt it. He's I making what he's making what Mangiapane's making and nobody he's is got, talking about him. He's got six more points than Mangiapane. Right. But nobody's talking goal. about that, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Um No, I agree. Like I am I, I'm not even concerned about Huber though, honestly. No, like I'm not. I, I'm not even slightly concerned. Like because he's, he's is getting it disappointing? Better. Sure, but I like beyond a shadow of a doubt, I would put fucking a hundred bucks on it that that he gets back to around a point a game next year, no problem. 
Yeah, I was going to say have off years. He's, he's going to be in and around the 80 point mark next year. I'm not worried about that. I'm more concerned about Markstrom, but Markstrom's having a bad year too. That happens. But I'm more concerned about Markstrom because Huberto shows signs of confidence. Right. Huberto shows signs of improvement. Markstrom doesn't. That's right. And and let's be honest, Markstrom's situation has been going on since the second round of the playoffs last year. Yeah. Right. Like he he was exactly like he is now against yeah. Edmonton. Like he, yeah. he was he was terrible. And he knows that, right? Absolutely. I don't I don't it I don't understand what the difference is. I mean, obviously I've I've voiced my my opinion in the in the Hubs Edmund chat for a couple of years now, just in us getting him, because I, you know, obviously I think he's better than what he's doing now, but I don't think he's last year's guy. Never. I don't never think had. he's a Vesna guy most years either, but I yeah. do think he's a nine fifteen guy most years. Ish. Well, he's he's a nine eleven because right because that was his average. I don't I don't know year. what his average is. Yeah. I I don't know offhand, but nine fifteen was my guess. Yeah. But nine twenty, no, nine twenty-five, no. He's no. he's he's a average six million dollar starter in my mind. Average, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, and, and if we were getting that average six million dollar starter, we would get we'd have seven more wins. Yeah. Yeah, if we if we can get at least what his average is right now, okay. Yeah, I, I would be okay with that, yeah. right? Because I, I, I truly believe the team that's in front of them can take care of the rest, right? As, as we've always talked about, if you're, if you're able to score three goals, you should be able to win the game, right? Most games, I'd say. Most games, not all. I'd right? say yeah. eighty to ninety percent of games. That's right. Um, yeah. take a little break for DraftKings. Sure. Yep. Let's do it. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer, with tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports. You can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook has given new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age, some restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Well, Chris, we've got a couple of uh, more positive note type of things to talk about, too. Um, how about Dylan Dubé the last couple games? Even though um, our record hasn't been fantastic or anything like that, him taking a big step um, production-wise. Uh, he, he had that one-goal-three-assist game um, that we won, and then he had the two... Did he two goal game uh, against I, Ottawa? You know what? You you know you know me. I've I've been hard on on Dylan 
for well his entire career here in 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 a Flames uniform. Anyways, yeah. Um, I've been really pleasantly surprised with what he's been able to accomplish this year. It's been it's been nothing short of a miracle as far as I'm concerned because he he really made it made a shift. I'm, I'm assuming his off season training was on par. And I don't. Well, he I don't, had. Um, he was the best, uh, like the most in shape guy. Yeah. At uh, training camp, not not so, that that matters a whole bunch, but it doesn't matter a whole lot. But it but at it least shows, shows it shows that he put in the work, right? Yeah. You know, is is he training with uh, with Roberts or what? Like, what's happening there? How did how did this happen? I'm not sure exactly who he's training with, but uh, that would be interesting to to find out. Leading up to this year. I had Dylan Dubé pegged as a bottom six guy for his career, which, as I, I've always said, it's fine. You need those guys, right? There's oh, there's always six of them. And he makes third line money. That's right. Um, and then he and then he really came out of the gate flying on the second line with with Kadri and, and Mangiapani. Yeah. Um, and honestly, at, at that time for for many many games andrew was holding that entire line back like had they had somebody at that the beginning could've... of the year that the dna yeah. line or whatever yeah. that everyone was all no i totally agree like, with that statement like if they would have had somebody that could have kept up with with Kadri and dupe i i couldn't imagine what they could have accomplished over over the first coleman 10, 10 games 15 games right because they were yeah. flying it was great they were flying and Mangiapane was, yeah, like you said, he was kind of, uh, I mean, I know he was frustrating both of us, but he was fucking invisible. The only times he was visible is when he was button hooking and getting hit off the puck. That's right. You know, as per usual. Yeah. So, and then, then obviously, um, I can't remember what the, what the change was that, that pulled Dubé off the line. Was it originally? It was um was dropping Huberto down, wasn't after he? Well, it was Huberto getting hurt first of all for the first right. So that was yeah, a couple yeah. games. That's right. And then, and then Dubé got put down a line, or sorry, went up a line. Yeah, kind yeah, of. That's right. But yeah, I, I you know what? I, he's he's had a hell of a season so far. Um, I'm very confident in calling him a middle six guy. I know he's not playing in the in a middle six role right now. He's on the quote unquote first line right now. Yeah. But to which, me, he's which is not really necessarily line. getting getting top line minutes, right? It's very spread uh between the, the top three lines for, for minutes. So I I'm very confident in, in calling him a, a middle six forward now, for sure. Yeah. So his career high before this year was 32 points in 79 games Mm -hmm. and he's got 33 points in 54 games. So he's already (laughs) surpassed his career high in points and he's, uh, is the goals away from his career high in goals. So it would be crazy to, to me if he didn't, uh, surpass that as well. And, you know, I, I could see him getting fifty points this year, which is not top line yeah. quality in my in my opinion. But again, perfectly fine middle six. I'd I'd even say just like solid second liner. Yeah, and that's so, kind of his ceiling to me. I, I, I and I agree. I I believe that's his ceiling as well. Um, and for me, 
this year, obviously his, his point production has been great and, and welcomed. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm happier with what I see from him when he's away from the puck, when he yeah. doesn't have it, you know, his, his digging in the corners right now is, has been way better. Yeah. He's, he's way harder to get off the puck than, than he was previous. Right. Like last year and the year before, even <clears throat> we, like he was, it's it's almost like he had a target on his on his back for getting hit like he took a lot of abuse uh two year two seasons ago yeah and then last year he was just really easy i thought he was just timid right yeah and just and just simply wasn't strong enough but this year you know I, i've been really impressed with what he's been doing away from away from the puck or even digging for it yeah i i agree his his forecheck this year has been fantastic and and his attention to details defensively has, has been way better he hasn't yeah. been giving away the puck often um and i don't know if that's partially actually i heard an interview um with him today and he kind of credited playing with Toffoli and Lindholm because he's learning those habits that he hasn't been able to learn yet and that's yeah. great to hear um well he's been on the on pk2 as well right so he's yeah, and and he's been getting power play points too. That's yeah. right, and so so obviously Daryl trusts him mm-hmm. in in a defensive role, which well, is Daryl calls him the most improved player. Yeah. So yeah, and I I don't disagree with that. I mean either. Yeah. No, I think it's been great. I'll uh, I'll 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 be a Dubé fan from now on. I promise. Well, if he stops being who he is, then. Don't be. I, I don't care. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. <clears throat> no, um, I, it, I just I'm just like, happy he's finally uh showing what I always thought he had. I didn't um no coming out of the last year, I didn't know if he was gonna take that step. And you know me, I've been saying for a f- couple years and like he's gonna take that step and then yep. finally I say, um, uh, maybe not, maybe he is who he is, and yeah, he does even, take that step. So. Even from our old flaming puck days, you used to say it then. I, yeah. That's how long you've been clamoring about that, right? So that's that's going on two, three years. Yeah, and so. like, yeah, no, he's he's been doing really good, and I really, uh, really enjoy watching him. And like you said, away from the puck too, he's, um, yeah. he's skating harder. And back in those days, he used to, um, we we used to have a lot of players that did this, but he outskated his head before so he was when when he had the puck he was skating too fast for his head and his hands to handle the puck and now he's not now he's skate he's still skating fast but his head is caught up Hmm. it's always good to be able to skate with your head and not past it yes you know what i mean i do I do know what you mean, hundred percent, and we've definitely have talked about his his, you know, because that's for the first three years. That's all I heard from all the media, all the, all the uh, fan base was how fast he was. Like, I don't give a shit. Like fast means nothing to me unless you can be successful with the puck while being fast. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, and, and I did I did uh, mention this last year that I one of my biggest gripes on him was. Everybody talking about how fast he was, but every every race to the puck that I saw last year, he lost. So, 
He's he's made improvements on his skating. He's made improvements on his on his uh, stability. Yeah. Right. And that's so. No, it's been good. I'm. I'm it would be I'm nice really if his buddy Mangiapane could do that <clears throat> stability thing. Sure. Yeah. And that's and that's the thing, right? Like like when I talk about what guys do away from the puck, or 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 even when they have the puck but not scoring, that's where I give Dubé the praise right now because even last year with Mangiapane with his rec, you know, his career high in goals and and all that fun stuff when when he wasn't scoring. He was essentially useless. He was a liability. He was a liability. So, I mean, it doesn't impress me that he's getting goals. It's great that he's getting goals, but it's not impressive. See, that, that's what I like about guys like Backlund and Coleman. And, like, when they're not scoring. That's right. They still make a difference. They're still very reliable. That's right. They still make a difference every game. Yeah. In in some way, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, that's – accountability is is big – in in my books, obviously. Yeah. It's, yeah. I want to bring up one one thing here that's uh a big positive for the team and and I hope it really brings them together because some fucking something needs to. Um and that's uh you know after Rasmus was hit by a vehicle the other day um in Detroit, uh he was back on the ice today. Yeah, that was which good. is great. He he wasn't in a non-contact uniform, but he was on the fourth pair with Mackey. Yeah. Um. So that leads me to believe that I don't think he plays tomorrow, but uh, but that's just my thought. I I don't know. I yeah. haven't heard. Um. But it's great to see he's back on the ice, and I hope that the team rallies around that because that's a fucking scary ass incident. Um. Even though, you know, they knew he was okay right after. Uh, still a pretty scary incident, and uh, yeah, I mean, okay, being physically okay after something like that is is one thing, but I mean, what a what a scary thing for him to go through, right? right? Like, like I'm shaking I'm sure, the fuck up, right? I'm I'm sure mentally that that probably brought him down th- three notches. Like, holy cow! Yeah, I mean that's 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 outrageous in a crosswalk. Like, like, was was this driver charged? I sure hope so. Uh, I I have no idea. I haven't even heard about that or, or seen it asked or anything like that. But yeah, um, though though in in the states, their 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 laws are different for pedestrians than they are here. So who knows, right? <clears throat> is a scooter a pedestrian? Uh, I mean, technically, a scooter's not a pedestrian here, so I would imagine not there as well. Hmm. Well, anyways, it's it's glad to hear that uh, he's he's doing better. He's skating, so uh, skating with the team, so that's good. Um, yeah, and let's yeah, talk sure. about Jacob Peltier getting his first goal. You know what? I what what game was that? Was that the Saturday afternoon game when I said that I felt like he was going to get a get a goal? Uh, s- can't remember what what game that was, but I. I I was confident that he was going to get a goal about a game or two before he did. Oh, I think that yeah, that was the Buffalo game, wasn't it? Because we were down to nothing. Yeah, we were down to nothing, and then he sparked the the seven in a row. Yeah, well, that's when he did score. Yeah, but what game was it then? I can't remember what game. I, I do remember talking. you saying that, but I, I can't remember which day it was. I think it yeah. must have been. 
New York or Detroit or something. He, you know, obviously we've had the two, you know, the the two major call ups. We'll call it with Phillips and and Pelche. He is in to me in in my eyes. He is he has made it difficult to take him off the ice, like to to not play him. Like he's worked his ass off every single game. He's and I think that's a common misconception about our coach. Right. Is that he doesn't like playing kids. He does like playing kids when they play like that. That's right. And Work he's not hard. even producing. He's got one goal in five games or, or however many games he's played. Like exactly one point. He's not producing, but it's those, he's playing it's those, hard. He's making those games or those plays he's making away from the puck. Right. He's working hard. He's he's creating chances for his line mm. mates. He's he's accountable. So. Yeah, it, it's been it's been refreshing to see a call up that that actually has put forth the effort that he has. It's and great, I'm, and I'm glad that he was finally rewarded with a goal. And Me what too. a goal it was! Yeah, like it wasn't just a little fluke goal. Like like he busted his ass to yeah. get up into that play, and you know, it was that uh, pass from Cadre, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was actually a really nice setup. Like it yeah. was a nice. Uh, play altogether because Huberto put in the defensive work right he was yeah. on the boards in the defensive zone and kind of sprung Kadri and and uh Kadri waited for Peltier he kind of like wrestled his way around I don't know which defenseman it was but he yeah, wrestled his way around a defenseman and Kadri waited for that to happen and got him the puck and went in and scored it was it was actually just a all three players worked really hard yeah. for, for that point and uh, it was it was great, and then when we got what what four goals in the next three and a half minutes or something like that, like yeah, it was, it was crazy something <laughs> something ridiculous. It was yeah. uh, I know it was three goals, uh, four goals in five and a half minutes, three goals in under two minutes. Yeah, and and you know when when you can have the the kids spark the team, and and, yeah. and then everybody rallies from from there. Like it, it was really good. It was really good to see. It's really good to see, um, what they're showing on the broadcast during the game or just after the game, of of how how much of a celebration he had every time there was a goal, and and. I think it was Kadri when he when he came after his goal, he you know, kissed him on the helmet and he's high fiving everybody. Like he he brought the energy. Yeah, he changed the game. He really did. A hundred percent. His his energy, yeah. his excitement, and his yeah. uh, his happiness because that's something this team has been missing is is uh, smiles. Yeah, that yeah. no, was it was refreshing and 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 I I hope I hope that. That Jacob can can be a, a a player on on this team for well for good. To be honest with you, I really Me love too. his effort. Me too. And speaking of good effort, um, he doesn't generally pop off on the score sheet. Although he kind of did this game, but uh, Dennis Gilbert, man, he's uh, that shot. Holy shit! And it's funny because when he was when he was talking about it post game, he said he didn't 
get all of it. He was surprised it went in because it shouldn't have. He said, I was like that. I was thinking to myself, like that was a fucking rocket, man. Yeah. Like he's talking <laughs> out his ass. Like there's no way he didn't get all of it. Like that thing that was fucking coming in hot. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like, so um, Peltier with his first goal ever. That was Gilbert's second goal of his career, first goal of the season. Yeah, first goal of the Flames. In his hometown. And it was his first two-point night ever. It, it, it really was a great story. Yeah. Like it, it really was. And I'm trying to I'm trying to take positives out of the stuff, Chris. Shut up. <laughs> no, no. And there and, and if you look at it at the way he's played since getting uh, called back up. I don't see how you know, when Anderson comes back, I don't see how how Gilbert doesn't replace Stone. I was thinking that too. And I don't mean I don't think replace is the right word. I think Stone will go back to the split. seventh man. Right. He'll go, I think he'll go back to the seventh guy. You think fifteen what? and fifteen, or you think more like uh more like well, a what, twenty-five and ten type of thing? Well, there's 25 and five. There's 28 left. I I bet you stone maybe 10. Yeah. Maybe. I'd be okay. A fresh stone yeah. for the playoffs would be fucking great. Agreed. And 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 both you and I are, are stone fans. Huge stone like, fans. Like big stone fans. So I think honestly, from from watching Stone in the last say 15 games, 16, 17 games. He looks tired. He hasn't played this much in in a few years. He's a seven, and there's nothing wrong with that. He gets no, paid like a seven, and he's an absolutely fantastic seven. Mm-hmm. Very professional about it. And the thing for me with Stone t- too is like, you and I have both been saying for a couple of years. I think like Stone could probably be a six, and I think you and I are both kind of eating our words here. Like he's. He was a perfectly fine six for just under half the season, probably. Yeah. And and he's kind of proven that he's well he's a seven. He, he, he's a year older. Um and I mean he's he's got hard minutes, right? He's got a lot of miles on that frame of his and and I I won't I won't talk down about about Stone. He's like, got a lot of minutes playing for fucking Arizona. <laughs> right? I mean that's that's enough to hurt anybody. Yeah. Anybody. Let's look at Mike Smith. I mean, look what it did to Brad. Tree leaving. Like I mean, he can't make a good decision to save his fucking life. <laughs> right. Anyways. And that wasn't even physical time, like just mentally. He's <laughs> he's broken. <laughs> Clearly. Rough. Now, accurate, but rough. Right. <laughs> I tell you what, like I, I almost used the term zero latency when when it when it came to to Brad there, but I I didn't. Oh, that's a great segue, right? <laughs> hey, Dylan. <laughs> next time you're in town, are you gonna stop by uh, zero latency and uh, have some VR action? I sure fucking am. That was an absolute blast. I mm-hmm. I suggest everybody go check it out. So. A little virtual reality pub we went to uh, when I was in town there. Um, 
an absolute blast. Flames go there for for some uh, private parties and stuff like that. Um, it's a blast. I I definitely suggest it. Yeah, it, it really is. It's a great time. I mean, they got pool, they got the pool tables. They got some uh, some uh, arcade games. Got shuffleboard. Yeah, they they've got everything. Everything you can imagine. TVs all over the place. So you, I mean, you watch your favorites, your favorite game, whether Flames are on, whether watching uh, NBA or NFL or golf great on a Sunday. Yeah, great selection of beer. Next time you're you're looking to try something new and, and have yourself a really good time, stop on by at, at 6 to 940 Fisher Road Southeast and uh, uh, check out Zero Latency. Tell uh, Dan, if he's there, tell him that uh, Chris sent you. <laughs> right? Is that a Lanny bit? It was a Lanny bit. <sighs> the Lanny bit. <laughs> and no, I'm not selling you a goddamn Dodge. <laughs> well, I wanted to get your your thoughts on this real quick, Chris. Um, I've heard some rumors of late, including. Well, pretty much just trade rumors. Um, but I've heard that uh, Ottawa has been asking about... 52? About 52, about Mackenzie Weger. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he's from there. His, his new contract doesn't, um, doesn't kick in until next year. Uh, I can't remember if his new contract even has a no trade. I'm guessing it probably does, but you'd figure he'd waive it for there anyways, because he's from there. Um, Maybe. Um, But what do you think of that? Like that, that's, that would be a pretty quick turnaround, especially considering you traded for him. I mean, it would be a quick turnaround. Um, I don't know that he's happy. Yeah. And so if the player's not happy, are they ever going to produce the way you want them to? Don't know. I don't have a problem with his game. I, I, and I don't, I don't think, either. I don't, I don't think either. he's, yeah. I don't think like, he's here to produce. We've got some guys who can produce on the back end. We've got, you know. Not really. Well, not, not really. Almost every single team has, has somebody on, on the D that really produces. We don't have that. We've never had that. You've got Rasmus Anderson, and that's about it. And he's, yeah, and he's doing okay, right? He's, 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 he's middle of the pack when it comes to, um, points as as a defenseman, right? Yeah, and I don't, I don't specifically want us to trade Uyghur. I don't either. Um, but the but thing is, is what, you look what at what Ottawa back, has that they might trade, yeah, and yeah. that is very fucking appealing. It is, right? I mean I don't it, know which pieces it would be, but they are stacked up front. They are. As long as it doesn't with include scoring young, Garou, exciting scoring right? winners. Yeah, I mean if if it if it can bring, you know, younger Kachuk back, then let's do it. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. Obviously, I'm kidding. I know. <laughs> There's our uh, captain. Yeah, right. Fuck. Uh, imagine, imagine uh, how pissed. Fucking Matthew would be. Oh, they wouldn't give me the captain, so I left. And yeah, now my little brother's the captain. And fucking Brady just feeding it to him in the off season. I think that'd be amazing. So <laughs> then, 
And then, you know, when we make the playoffs, then Matthew will have to be the drunk fuck in the stands. Just getting fed right. by the fans. Yeah. Yeah. With his Bud Lights and his Michelob Ultras, drunk as hell, because he's yeah. had 37 of them. Um, But, like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to look up right now. Um, Senator's cap friendly, just to kind of t- t- take a look. I, I'm not taking this um, super seriously because I don't think that uh, we're really in a position where we can trade the defenseman. We're absolutely not. The only way that would work is if Brad is super involved in the in in the Shen conversation, right? That's really the only way that works. Yeah, but because but what we, does Shen? Right, no, right. I, or or Chikrin. I've heard I've heard he's really into Chikrin, especially with the Arizona co- connection there. Right, because he was on the draft and sitting at the draft table for that. Right, um, and that's fucking expensive as shit. Right, um, but you know, obviously, I I would, I mean, not obviously, but. I would much rather have Mackenzie Weger over Shen. But I would too. I would much rather have Shen's price point. Don't get me wrong, but I'd right. rather have Mackenzie Weger altogether. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not like again. Yeah. If we trade a defenseman, and I've been I've been saying you know maybe Noah Hannafin's that guy. I've been saying for for a few years. I don't think so right now because that's just trading to fill a hole but you're making a hole while you're yeah and that's that's what trading Mackenzie Weger for whether it be you know say Alex Debrinket or Drake Batherson probably not you know like they've got I mean yeah so sending and, back to Brinkin I, w- I would be I'd be on board with that at least as far as a conversation I mean he's he's a pending RFA uh, at the end of the season yeah um, but he's a fucking not this year, but he's how old is he? He's 25. He's already scored 40 goals like two or three times. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would totally be down for that, but and I know that they're kind of shopping him around, but yeah, like they've got yeah. Norris and Debrinket, Giroux, Kachuk, Batherson, and Stutzel, and Pinto, and and this Ridley Greig kid is doing really good. Like they've got mm. enough top six forwards that they can afford to trade one for their, you know, they've got basically Shabbat and Hamannick, and that's it. In the backhand right now. Yeah, right. And Hamannick took a big hit against us the other night too, didn't he? Yeah. But so it, it it makes sense for Ottawa, I think, more than it makes sense for us because they would be bringing somebody in who almost definitely would. Well, I mean, they they wouldn't have to sign him long term because he's already fucking signed long term, right? Right, and he's from there. Exactly, the contract is already in place. What uh, what's their cap hit right now? Ottawa. Yeah. What What are they sitting at for cap space? Uh, three point one. 
Yeah, and Debrinket makes six point four. What's Uyghur's deal next year? So it's was it six? I want to say six five. Let let, let me yeah. check real quick. Um, I mean, if we could lateral move the contract in that with what you just said, I I'll be honest, I'd I'd be okay with that. Uh, six two five. Six two five. See. And you know what? Honestly, like Uyghur long term at six two five, that is a fucking great number for him. Yeah, that is. was a great signing. I'll give Brad prop props when he fucking deserves him. That was a good fucking signing. Um, I know people get pissed off that he signed these guys without seeing them first, but like, I mean, there's several years of seeing Uyghur. Yeah, and, I was gonna uh, say. Like how, how can you say you haven't seen the guy? Yeah, they've been in the league, right? Like several uh, years. And I, you know, again, I like Weger, and I don't want to trade him. I think Debrinket would be a good fit. I think whoever, really, any of those guys would be a great fit for us. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, obviously, they're not trading <laughs> Hitchcock or Giroux or Stutzel. Or Batherson probably. What do you really? What do you, what do you think about having Huberdeau feeding the puck to Debrinken? I, I think that would look pretty good. Actually. With Lindholm in the middle. Yeah. Sign not, me that, up. not that all I want to take day. anything away from what Toffoli has been able to do this year, but we all know that he's he's not a you know a, a top line guy. Yeah. I mean, so he's, and he's played well, and he's you. I don't have any complaints when it comes to him, that's for sure. No, he's been producing, scoring almost at will. Um, here's here's a question. Hmm. If they know that Oliver Shillington's coming back next year, I know you're not a huge fan, and I'm not a huge fan, but you have... You're kind of set up for next year should Shillington be coming back to have that Tanev Shillington pair. Mm-hmm. And then you have Rasmus and Noah. And then we maybe that. Stone and Satteroff and Gilbert and De Simone and you know same kind of deal. <clears throat> but that yeah. hole that we're talking about with Uyghur going isn't really there because at least the body of Shillington is there. I don't know how he is or anything about that. Yeah, but, that's that. That's obviously the the wrinkle in ult- every situation. Yeah, that's the ultimate question, right? Yeah. You know, a you know, obviously Brad would know before anybody else whether or not he's even coming back, or you know, like we, at this stage without any sort of word from from the team it's hard to have any confidence that he's ever even going to play a game again right yeah that's kind of like i don't want to say early retirement even though like again not the biggest shillington fan but i don't want to say early retirement yet because i mean i i I don't poor fucking kid man like after all of the struggles he's had to get into the league yeah like he finally has a half decent season and and then my, Whatever is going on, I don't fucking know. Nobody knows, and that's okay. That's right. And like my my 
impression of what he is as a hockey player, it means nothing. Yeah. Right. Like it, like I, I, I'll, I'll flat out admit that, you know, I'm, I'm worried about him as a human being. Absolutely. Like, like I don't wish anything negative uh, towards Oliver at all. Like yeah. I, I hope he's able to get, get his, his, his stuff together, get it, get his life figured out. And, you know, what, whatever is going on, like, we don't know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's a lot of assumptions and, it seems pretty valid, but you know whether it's true or not, we don't know. And, we just don't know. I I hope that he's able to get his life back together more than anything, you know. And then you know if he's able to come back, great. You know, we'll figure that out then. Yeah, that I was just throwing that out as a like, you know, what if ism? A what if ism? Like I'm not I'm not overly stoked on the rest of this year. You know, we have a super under, you know, under producing goaltender. We have a super under producing superstar winger, um, under producing fucking first line center, under producing fucking everybody, basically, except for like Dylan Dubé and Michael Backlund and Rasmus Anderson. Right. (laughs) Um, no offense to Dylan, but he's not going to turn the franchise around. Right? No, he's not. Um, None of those guys are. No, exactly. Um, and and but, we're we're late enough in the season where you know like, what's going. I on. just I just can't. I just truly don't believe that it, there's going to be like a light switch moment where all of a sudden we're playing lights out or or yeah. un, unbeatable hockey. Like I just I don't think that moment's happening in this year. And so so I I'm I've come to terms with the 22-23 season as I've done so many fucking times in my life that this isn't the year again, right? And it happens. And it happens every second year. Uh, Uh, Where's this kid from? Oh, he's he's American. Uh, Debrinket, that is. But But if you were to bring it, Debrinket in that sets you up for more offensive confidence next year. Mm-hmm. Um, in theory. Right. It sets you up to have like I suppose an, it depends on the system. What's that? It depends on the system, right? Yeah. You know, if if it happens to be Daryl that's back next year, then you know, does he allow or would he allow a player like like Debrink and and, and uh Huberdeau and, and Lindholm to play outside of the system here's here's a how different is a quenville system it's not that much different Mm -mm. no it's pretty similar and debrinket had yeah good uh, point like a 28 goal season a 41 goal season and a 32 goal season under quenville and then a 41 goal season under the last guy they played for yeah, so, good point. I never even I I never even thought of that to be honest with you because yeah. Huh. So I don't think a Quenville system is that different. I mean, it's it's different, but it's not. It, it's, it's not, not night drastically and day different. Yeah, it's not no, drastic. it's it's heavy forecheck type of type of stuff and yeah. defensive responsibility. Right. Yeah, yeah. Those are the systems I like. 
those are the systems that win championships. Yeah. That's that's Anyways, that was just a fun thing to throw around. Um, I like. I it. know definitely Chris and I both think that uh, the team doesn't need any major overhaul or or anything like that. Not I mean, midseason. Not, not mid-season. midseason. Like we're not. Um, like we're not. We're not a piece away from becoming a contender. No. You know, at this if point, you... we we may be a piece away from slightly getting into playoffs and mm-hmm. like there's no sense in selling and the only or sorry buying. there's no sense in buying uh in that in that situation i think if anything if it comes down to it over the next you know couple of weeks it, it may be time to see if we can move a couple of guys out let's let's start building this team up let's i wouldn't start... mind that either yeah. um or even, you know, my preference would to be to to be to sell a couple pieces off, mm-hmm. um, some of the movable pieces like I don't know Mangiapani and yeah. um, Satharov, I guess. Th- th- there's yeah. a couple. There's a couple guys who don't have no trade, no move clause, um, who would be appealing to a playoff team. Um, I do think it might be interesting to, to see if there's any building for next year, things that we can do instead of, because mm-hmm. let's be honest, the team salary structure and how we're built is not, it's not conducive to a rebuild or anything like that. And no, we not. all know that a half-ass rebuild just doesn't do it. No, we've been doing it for 30 years, right? Well, yeah. 20, 20 for sure. And yeah. it's been 30 years. Fuck. Um, yep. I, I would, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to even trying to talk to some players that do have some modifieds or, or, or full on no trades. And, and such see- as, I don't know. I, I'm no. I'm I'm, I'm what, curious. Like, like I've like, I've thought about Coleman a couple times. I'm a huge huge Coleman fan, but you know that teams teams have literally won Stanley Cups by paying a first round pick for him to play on their third line before. Right. I'm I am not opposed. Like as far as I'm concerned, there isn't a single untouchable on the Calgary Flames. In my opinion, there's not one. Not Lindholm? No. No? Hmm. Interesting. No. Okay. Um, I mean, if the price is right, there should never be an untouchable at all. Absolutely. No matter who you are, no matter if you're Connor fucking the king. I'm a huge, huge Lindholm fan. Yeah. That's that's not what I'm saying there at all. But as far as untouchable, sorry, we we don't have that guy. No. And we don't. We don't have. We a, just have really, really hard to move guys, because not untouchable ones, because yeah. of contracts, right? Yeah. Um. We don't have an, an elite superstar. We don't have that player. No. Not we right have now. A lot of really good, grinded, responsible two hundred players. We've got four of them, five of them, and, hmm. and I'm okay with that. But, like I said. If any, if somebody's going to throw a first round at us, anybody's in the conversation. That's that's look, my opinion. Look at it, right? You might as well. You have to, right? Yeah. If you don't, then Brad should be looking for work. 
Well, everybody, make sure you um, smash that subscribe button. Share us with your friends. Let everyone know. Um, uh, check us out on Spotify if you can't watch. Um, make sure you subscribe on there too. Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and check out the Hockey Podcast Network in general. There's a lot of good, uh, a yeah, lot of good right. shows about a lot of different teams. Um, almost all of the teams. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good content on there. The um, one piece I'm going to leave everybody with, if I can. Yep. Let's enjoy the last bit of the season. It's going to be rocky. Sure is. But it's fine. As Flames fans, we're hard. Sorry, what? Yeah, as Flames <laughs> fans, we're hard because we've, we've been through this shit for so long. Yeah. So let's just ride it out, see what we have. With any luck, uh, you know, we've got a new GM in the in the off season. We'll okay, we'll build, so. we'll build build a, a a winning franchise again. Hopefully, like, like we had thirty years ago. <laughs> Sorry, thirty thirty four years ago. Right? Yeah, thirty. I guess fucking near forty years ago. <laughs> well, cheers, everybody. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Go Flames, go. Let's do it. Go Flames. Being said.